Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week on our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking you to tell us your problems, and then we just pray to God that any of it works out. Yay! We're basically the opposite of Oprah. Yes. (laughs) We love her. We wish we could be her. We're not. Oh, no. I saw her and Ellen on Ellen's show recently, and it was like... All the gods in my world collided. Hilarious. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I cried. Do you think that I'm a god in your world? Yes. <laughs> I just don't. You're looking at me so seriously that I, I feel like there's only one answer. Like, I feel pressured. Yeah. Allison. What? Can I praise you for a second? Oh, my God. Please. So, I was over here, was it last week? Yeah. And you made me an amazing smoothie. Okay. And I just offhandedly mentioned <laughs> I had always wanted a magic bullet. Yeah. Not the vibrator, the thing that the makes thing drinks. The thing for the kitchen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know there was a magic bullet vibrator. You should have just honestly, based on the name. I'm surprised you do. <laughs> Um, anyway anyway allison sent a magic bullet to my house and i didn't open it for a day because i thought it was coffee (laughs) but like it was such a sweet gesture so i have to say somewhere probably in the last year and a half and i think it had a lot to do with i got married so it was like the last two years i got married and then i had a baby Mm -hmm. and through those experiences what i found was that people have been so nice to us. Yeah. So nice to us. I mean, we've been overwhelmed. We could not believe it through both our wedding and having a baby. I mean, there's so many things that I never even bought for my child because people gave me hand-me-downs. They stopped by with food. They, yeah. I still get like bags and bags of food. So we made a pact like Robbie and I decided like we need to just start paying it forward and so and it's always hard like Christmas I can never think of what to get anything it's weird because I'm really bad with birthdays and like I'm horrible at getting gifts but what we've both started to do is when we hear that someone wants something just send it to them that's so nice it's a good strategy and Mm. the person giving gets a lot out of it Especially for like my parents and stuff, because they don't need anything. You know, they're like 70 years old and they've bought everything they've ever needed. Yeah. So you just wait for them to mention something. You just ship it to them. It's It's so nice. It like made me cry. (laughs) It was like a present for no reason, like just that you cared. And then what you don't know is like, I have no idea. Number one. Oh, no, I know you're a Virgo. Is your birthday September 1st? Yes. So what you'll come to find about me, though, is like your birthday will come and go. I won't remember. Yeah, I'm bad at that, <laughs> Super too. Super bad at that. Me, too. But I will probably send you other like random. Ge- Although now that you know my secret, do you think you're just going to start being like, I really need a new Mac? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not like that. I am bad at remembering things. But when I actually do remember it and get gifts, I like to make it meaningful. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And that was really sweet. Well, I'm so glad you liked it I don't think we've ever started an episode liking one another (laughs) (laughs) I always like it feels oh just kidding me too I always also I heard you had a problem I do I do this is the problem I wanted to bring this week okay it's been a a lifelong problem most of my problems are lifelong sure um this is because of my mother 
And, you know, listen, here's what I learned about moms. Is okay, I want you to know I that I am older. listening. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Literally, I have earbuds and I'm not I'm doing nothing but listening. Okay. Oh, that makes me feel good. Okay. It's like therapy. Th- yeah, right. Because this <laughs> is your therapy session. That's not like a weird happenstance. Like, it's your therapy. Continue. Right. So when I was little, my mom was such a young mom. She had me when she was like 19. She got oh, married wow. when she was I like 17. That's I know. Incredible. They used to make fun of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And I realize now it's because they were kids. Sure. You know. <laughs> but anyway, she is still to this day obsessed about pictures. Hmm. And so she gave me smile lessons, which oh if you're wondering, it means rest your top teeth on your bottom lip. Pull your... Wait, wait, wait. I need to, get to go slower. Yeah. Rest my top teeth on, on my bottom, bottom lip. lip. Mm-hmm. Pull the corners of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's a natural smile. With my teeth on my bottom lip. Oh, yeah. You should see my pictures as a child. No. There was that. Make sure your hair's out of your eyes. There was sucking your tummy lessons. Like, whatever. So, it made me and The nervous. other two seem reasonable. The biting your bottom sucking lip. Sucking your tummy lessons at four years old. Okay, that's not reasonable. But, no. I mean, in life, as a strategy for pictures, sucking your tummy is not outrageous. No, but, but there's was, not a scenario where was put for your top light. teeth on your bottom no. lip works. I just want to say it's that. Like, so at least on awkward. the other two, it was kind of, like, well-suited for the situation. <laughs> Maybe not appropriate age-wise, <laughs> but there's not ever a time we're putting your top teeth on it's your bottom. It's the most unnatural look. Right. That one we have problems with. So now like when school pictures would happen we got <laughs> completely critiqued. I'm sure that you have one of these old pictures that we can put on our Instagram. I'm sure probably. I don't know. My <laughs> poor my middle sister one year she did the top lip thing. <laughs> Or the bottom the lip top thing. Teeth top on the teeth, bottom yeah. Lip, yeah. And somehow they made her laugh and she gnarled her nose Stop. up and she looked like a little baby witch. <laughs> like it was the worst. And my mom wanted to have the picture's redone. Like, that's how sure. serious it was in yeah. our house. And and so I still have horrifying anxiety about having my pictures picture taken, even just like hanging out with friends. Which I've experienced, experienced because it. I've occasionally <laughs> wanted to post a picture or and you and I have taken a, a picture thing. and I did not realize that you then add a filter and you like you you like remove fat from my arm and oh like you I, yeah. make my neck go away. Like I have a thing where like I I mean I too I I wouldn't say that I'm a good picture taker and I would also say that even when I'm like trying my hardest I look crazy in all pictures. Oh, me too. But I just let that live. I'm no, like, I can't let it live yeah. because my mom <laughs> my mom messed me up. Okay. So like for my job sometimes things that I go to I have to take pictures and the reason this like came up for me again first of all my headshots are like 72 years old. Yeah. Because I hate doing Mine it too. so I hate much. It. Me too. I can't stand it. And so I went to this event the other night I did a project for women in film which is really awesome. Incredible. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to sneak in there with my girlfriend and we're going to go eat empanadas and have a beverage, right? (laughs) So as soon as I walked in, the chair of Women in Film was like, Dana, we have a little step and repeat over here. Would you mind stepping over and taking some pictures? Oh, no. And I was like, of course. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to run to the restroom real quick because inside I started melting. (laughs) Like, I couldn't. (laughs) And so we get in the bathroom. I wait for this other woman that's in there to leave. And I tell my friend, Candace, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. I didn't know I was going to have to take pictures. Yeah. But I was the only one from my segment there represented there Uh that night. And so... (laughs) She was like, you're crazy. You look so cute. And the pictures, she took pictures of me taking the pictures on the little red carpet Uh plays. Anyway, I guess I look cute, but I definitely look awkward. (laughs) 
And then she took like this power woman pose. And and the thing is, she's like, can I take a picture? And I was like, I think so. And she was like, dude, I'm going up there. If nobody asks any questions, I'm taking a picture. And that's the difference between her and I. Sure. I was like, please don't make me get on that. Yeah. Please, please, please. And she was like, I'm doing it if nobody asks questions. And she did. <laughs> and she did. And she looks great. <laughs> so then I posted on Instagram and I was like, yeah, Candace Brown is totally tall and beautiful. And I was there. <laughs> Hashtag we ate empanadas. No, is she an actor in any capacity? Yeah, she's an actress. Oh, she is. And a comedian. Okay. Yeah, okay, got it. she does stand up sometimes. Got and it. Okay. And she's beautiful. Ugh. I know. Rude. You would love her, though. She's funny. So, you know, this I, is not an advertisement for Candace Brown. It seems like it, it is. Good. It seems like it is. And once again, you tell me about someone else who's beautiful as though I couldn't possibly understand what that's like, which is to rude. know beautiful people. No, to be, in fact, beautiful, which, as we know, I have like outrageously high self-esteem and constantly. That's wonder. why I don't feel like I have to fluff you up. I do think you're beautiful, but Forget you already it. know it. No, it doesn't mean anything. What? Actually, since Dana's been here, she made me put mascara on. So I don't know if she does. I know personally that didn't make you. <laughs> I just felt like it was a good idea if we were going to take a picture, which I went crazy about, didn't you I? You did, actually. There are 42 pictures of us in my phone right now. <laughs> so, you know, there's this thing that if you put your tongue on the top of your roof, that's how you get rid of a double chin in a picture. Is that true? I have no idea. I never, I never implement it because I don't care what I look like in pictures, <sighs> which is maybe as usual. Here we have this problem. You care too much how you look in pictures. Too much, way too much. I never care what I look like in pictures. And I think that we can take a little bit from one another in this situation. I need to try to care. (laughs) Even my boss, the other day I was at work, I was wearing even worse. I, I mean... I'm supposed to be wearing business casual. Right, we've talked about before yeah. how you and wear, I wear workout clothes pretty much, at work. Yeah, pretty much workout clothes yeah. I wear to work every day. And this day was particularly bad because I had on my work slippers, yeah. which I keep under my desk because my feet get cold when I wear flip-flops, which also aren't allowed. Mm-hmm. So I switched to my work slippers. And then I was cold, so he had like a hoodie in his office. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wearing this big, oversized hoodie and I'm wearing work slippers. And he goes, and I never wear makeup and I never have my hair You don't done. wear makeup to work? I don't wear makeup anywhere. I mean, I don't think women have to wear makeup. I think we wear it for ourselves. But if well, you don't feel like you need it, then don't. I'm sure that I do need it. I don't have the fortitude to put it on my face. It's See, just, I do it because it's faking it till I make it. I'll you're doing the right thing. I should be to, doing that, but I'm not. And even the other day, so I'm wearing a hoodie and work slippers and he goes, oh my, Allison, you look bad even for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Which was like a new low. And then it would be weird because like back in the day when I used to have auditions, which I don't anymore because I had a baby, so nobody loves me anymore. But I would. That's all true. People could always tell when I had an audition because I would wear makeup to work. And then I always feel like the makeup droops. So then I got into the point where like I would only put makeup on when I was leaving work to go to the audition. It droops. Do you use a primer? Oh, I have no idea what a primer okay, is. Okay, well, I have some good advice for you on a primer. Ugh, I, I mean, use... I like when people do my makeup. Like, I thought I looked beautiful. You just completely swiped by. I said I have some advice. I know, but that means that I'd have to do it myself. Right, but then you just do it once early in the day and it won't, whatever the word you used was, <laughs> sloop off your face. <laughs> I said it would droop. Okay. And I have a vagina cream I use. What? Oh, on your face. Because yeah. I was like, don't get me started on vagina cream. If no, anybody knows about vagina, vagina cream, cream, I do. If we're going to move into vagina cream talk no, now. It's a chafing gel made by Monistat. And you put it on your I face. And I put it on my face because it's a silicone. So it's like a primer, but it's cheaper than buying a makeup primer. 
What is a primer supposed to do? Um, <laughs> it fills in fine lines and wrinkles or if you have bad, bad pores and it just sets your makeup. And this is nothing I would ever do. Ever. Uh, is that bad? No. <laughs> the only time I think things are... I feel like I don't give you a hard time about how you look except last week when you were like, oh, I'm going to hang out with you my family really upset. from out of town yes. and I'm wearing this. <laughs> yeah, and you were really mad and you made me change, which I, I eventually did. I felt did. like it was appropriate for you to change. Even today you said that I've, I'm naked, which I'm just wearing a tank top. I didn't say you were naked. Yes, you did. When we were taking those pictures, you said, and you're naked. <laughs> That's because if you look closely at the pictures, there were some that were taken where your tank top is not at all visible in the picture and you legit look naked. <laughs> like you're just standing beside me naked. Which we've also addressed about me is that I like to be naked in an unreasonable way. Like it's not normal. Right. But I don't think you look naked right now. You don't. No. Because uh -huh. this is tank top. It's, it's just a tank top. Yeah. Okay. But you didn't think it was appropriate to be with family. You were in workout pants. And Here's the other thing. Top. You seem to have a lot of skills because you're saying that your problem is that you're not good at taking pictures. I'm not. I'm not. It freaks but me you out. seem to have a lot of tools because you told me about the vagina cream. Yeah. You seem to have like things that you do. And I've tried to read articles about like how you pose. You turn your body three quarters and put it, your hand on your hip and see the mistake I made the other night. I put both hands on my hip and I look like a toy cowgirl. Like it just... The problem is I can see a picture and then fix the problems, but I can't do well on the first uh -huh. try. I, I get that. I totally get that. I, as you know, I don't know where cameras are. So yeah, I'm not, you cannot find the lens of I'm the camera. I'm not good at taking pictures either. I also don't know how to smile because if I smile too much, then Smiling my nose is an crinkles. Issue. Maybe that's the issue it's in hard. not pictures. But maybe the, the tongue on the roof of the mouth. Hold on. Tell me if it's working. I can't see you through the pop filter. Now undo your tongue. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if there's also, like your mouth was wide open so I could just see this strip of flesh on the inside of your mouth. And you looked like some kind of dinosaur. And so then I never, I mean, maybe this is why like, you know, Victoria Beckham never smiles. It's too hard. Maybe that's the key is you just have to be stone faced. I read one tip where you're supposed to like kind of purse your lips and blow out, like go and your lips will look puffy. That's crazy. We should try some of these and post, I think so too. and post the picture. Yeah, because like it is, I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial. Those models, fucking God bless them. Like when you see people in magazines, like. But they're always angry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they look good. I mean, would you ever take like a, a modeling class? God, no. Are there classes for modeling? <laughs> like course. maybe just be like an on cam, like a print, like a take pictures class. What do you call that? Yeah, maybe there's a class that teaches. I'm sure there probably is there some kind of be. etiquette, picture taking etiquette. I don't know how to do it. I've like sometimes I put my chin down and people are like, "Lift your chin up." Right, because uh, yeah, I get but it. But see, I put it down and out. Like yeah. put your like jut your face out and then put it down, and <laughs> your eyes look big and your. But then somebody was like, "No, you have crazy eyes." Right. There's crazy eyes to worry about. There's smiles. There's eyebrows. There's crinkle noses. It's hard. Yeah, like, you right. have to whiten my teeth. I do. I just got trays for my dentist. You did? Oh, yeah. But it's because... In it's, pictures, you don't go back and whiten your teeth. You don't think so? Do oh, you? Oh, no. I don't know yeah. how to do that. Are you kidding? I didn't even know that was an option. Sometimes your lack of knowledge about day-to-day -day life <laughs> in day -to -day 2017... Life. You cannot say that whitening your teeth in a picture post 
picture is a day-to-day skill. Oh, I think absolutely. People what? literally buy phone cases now that have lights all around them for selfies. Right. That's a good point. So this is probably the Instagram world, which I'm not a part of. Mm, could be. But I could be? Because that's what people do on Instagram, right? No, just, I'm not saying you could be. I said, oh, it could be. Yeah. because you I, could, I mean, you could be. <laughs> because I feel like that's all anybody does is they take. I mean, I guess now is the best time to not be good at taking pictures because more than ever, everybody's really good at making them look good later, right? I wouldn't say that's the case. Oh, no? No, I think there's over filtering. Really? Because, you know, there's that's... people that, I mean, there's a generation right now that all they do is post selfies. So they'll quote something really like that they think is prolific. Mm-hmm. Like, um, live your life to the fullest every day. You don't know how much time you have left. And then it's just a picture of them smiling or <laughs> making a kissy face or like really missing my grandfather today. He passed away two years ago today, blah, blah, blah. And it's just a selfie of yeah, them, that's not weird. a picture of their grandpa. <laughs> and that's a true story. Yeah. That's, that's weird. A, someone I know did that. Is it an old person or a young person that you know? Young. Yeah, exactly. That seems like a young person move. Or they'll lay in the grass and take a picture of their face upside down and be like, the wind will carry you <laughs> through your successes. I think I have a deep aversion to positive statements on social media. Like <laughs> every time I see somebody being like, especially when it comes to like the acting world, when they're like, it can be hard out there. To, I mean, I, there's one person I'm thinking of in particular that always has like very uplifting like tweets and Facebook messages mm-hmm. that are like, hey, if nobody told you today, you're good enough. Just one. And I'm thinking you're with this guy is suicidal because there's no way <laughs> that like doesn't it seem like, you know, if you're constantly putting it feels a little disingenuous. And well, I'm like, I, think, I it, think what's happening is you're not getting a lot of auditions. So you're trying to put that positive energy out there. But mostly you're like in a bathtub right now holding a plugged in toaster like ready to drop it if somebody doesn't like your tweet about positivity it pours over into that humble brag category where it's like i get that you're trying to be positive and tell everybody to hang on something good's gonna happen (laughs) but you kind of just wanted me to know that something really great happened right exactly i have less respect for that than just like you guys i'm so excited and i feel don't say hashtag blessed i do though what i just want to be honest and say too like I appreciate you saying, oh, I think I have a problem with this, with, you know, positive posts. Yeah. But I think you have a problem with positive statements, period. I think that's true. You are definitely the person who said to me, feelings aren't real. (laughs) They're not. No, they are. I hate when people talk about their feelings. I'm like, why why are you going to make a decision based on that? So you feel, I don't think we should be taking actions based on our feelings. Your body language just got so (laughs) aggressive. (laughs) Because it's a thing like, to me, this is the highest level of entitlement, right? Like you had a feeling, so you did something like, well, I felt super sad, so I ate a whole chocolate cake. that's using your feelings as justification for behavior. Okay. But feelings are valid. Um, feelings are valid. Like some feelings are valid. I think all feelings are valid. Mm, but I wouldn't you can't... say that. That's that's taking it to another level. What all feelings level? are not valid. Into a, a level of invalidity, I guess. I mean, I don't. Oh my god, <laughs> you just got so meta. <laughs> I don't think that all. I think that ninety percent of the things that people. First of all, I don't generally need to hear almost about anybody's feelings ever. Like, I think this isn't a fair thing when you're like, you know, that really made me feel blank. I'm like, "Mm, 
I don't feel like that's on me. It feels like you were sad and then I said something reasonable and then you decided that I made you feel sad, which in fact I did not. <laughs> you always make me sound like a terrible person. I'm not saying a word. You're saying all of it. I said I think feelings are valid. I don't think they should be used as an excuse for your reactionary like, give me behavior. Give an example of when I would ever need to know your feelings. If I came over and I was like, I'm sad. About what? Uh, my life. Be more specific. Um, what if somebody in my family passed away? That's totally reasonable. Valid. But I would say more. What if I came over and said, Allison, I love that we're working on a project together, but you're super bossy and I'm having a hard time feeling like I have any say in this project. I would say I am super bossy. And if you're feeling that you're having a problem, you should say more words. <laughs> like that feels like one of your defects and that you just need you to work tell through me, it. You would tell me when I was having an emotional issue that I had a defect. Well, in that case, I think Multiple, you do. in fact, because you said that is one of your defects. <laughs> I just... Remember I don't, how I started this podcast out saying, you are so lovely. Yeah. We have really journeyed. Yeah, but you know what I think it is too, if you're like, oh, what if I came over and say that I was sad? And then I'm like, why? Because of my life. Chances are in that situation that you don't have anything to really feel sad about. Like everything is probably great, but you just like feel sad willy nilly. And we don't really need to like. And it's not okay to feel sad. I don't think it's real. I don't think that's a real feeling. I don't think it's. This is something we need to delve into deeper. (laughs) I think we should move on. (laughs) Well. The point of today is that you have a problem taking pictures. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to... But that's not... That's just a feeling I have. It's probably not real. (laughs) Well, no, I think in this case, you probably have like physical evidence that would back up your theory. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of bad pictures. (laughs) I thought you were going to say physical attributes that really lend themselves to taking... (laughs) Yes, Allison. My face is shaped like a pumpkin. Thank you. (laughs) I call myself a cobra because as I get fatter, the sides of my face flare out. (laughs) But don't you think now more than ever, like visual representations of people in the world more than ever. Mm -hmm. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Facebook. Wait, we have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. Mm -hmm. We have Snapchat. So it's Mm -hmm. constantly looking at other people's faces. And as I think you bring up a good point, they have the capability to go in later and like make them look better. better. Mm -hmm. And so as usual, there's like this terrible pressure in the moment to Mm -hmm. be like camera ready to some degree. Yeah, because sometimes you don't have the ability to fix it if other people are taking like this event I went to the other night I couldn't look at the pictures and say not this one this one let me put a filter on that right and then somebody's gonna post that what's the real like fear behind like I'm bad at taking pictures is like I am already ugly enough and I don't want to perpetuate that idea you're a beautiful girl I told you had milk skin today Uh, you have literal milk skin like people buy creams called like mother's milk I told you (laughs) They put it on their faces so that they can milk skin, and you already have you milk have skin. Color in your the skin. The point and it's of beautiful. my story is that the pictures are not always the best representation of who we are, and certainly it misses like a whole aspect of us, which is like our personalities, right? You well, know? certainly not what, who we think we are, right? Because I can look at a picture and go, "Holy cow, is that what I really look like?" <laughs> and my husband's like, "Yeah, you look exactly <laughs> like that." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "I." I'm a hideous bore. <laughs> I my bathroom mirror. I used to think, oh, I don't look so bad when I'd wake up in the mornings, and now I realize my bathroom mirror is just optimism. <laughs> <laughs> 
But don't you think that it's like horribly unfair that, I mean, at the end of the day, right? Like, this is like your face. Like, this is who you are. It's a picture of you. You're looking at it yourself. There's always going to be that horrible, like self-deprecating thing that we put on it. Yeah, I don't like it. it. (laughs) I don't like it. So potentially there's no picture of yourself that you're ever going to like. So maybe it's not that you're like bad at taking pictures. It's that you are, you're having self-loathing, self-loathing in these moments. And then you've decided that. That's why I say I'm a self-loathing narcissist, because (laughs) all I think about is me in that photo. And then I hate it. And and my friend Candace was like, you need to talk to your, I'll say my real therapist about it. No, we're your real therapist. <laughs> I don't therapist. understand why you do this. This is a valid about, show where we seek and give free therapy I to know, one another. I, and I am, I if anything, I just help really me with fixed my self narcissism. Well, first she I said, had to figure out what your real problem was. because you're so, That's what she said. She said, it's not cute and it's not funny. Yeah, it that isn't. you're a self-loathing narcissist. And let me tell you. that you say that. Let me tell you. So I have a daughter now. And one of the things that I am very aware of is any sort of like bad mouthing of oneself in front of a small girl. I Mm -hmm. don't think it's okay. It's not. And so in that way, I mean, you wouldn't want your son to like talk shit about himself. So you just have to stop. Right. So you just have to stop. So today you came to the table with, I'm bad at taking pictures. Mm -hmm. And instead, what we know is you're great at taking pictures because someone takes a picture of you and that's a representation of who you are as a person, which is wonderful. So that's what you need to like, like, that's why you just sometimes I'm just ugly and I need to (laughs) accept it. No, I think you can accept that sometimes you maybe don't take the best picture that maybe like one of the pictures that you take isn't the best representation of yourself. But you as a person are fantastic. And sometimes just bad pictures exist. And it's because your mom told you to take your top teeth and put them on your bottom (laughs) lip. So that sure, if that's your strategy in life, you're not always going to have the best pictures. But that tiny image isn't the best reflection of you as a person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I've rebelled against that. Yeah. Like, if you see pictures of me, you can see every tooth in my head. It looks like I have 476 teeth But in is my that mouth. bad? You don't like it when people have a lot of teeth? Like, that's something you're opposed to. No, I don't think so. But people are like, geez. And I think the key to... Horse mouth over there. With nobody's thinking that. That's your narcissism, that's right? It's like, everybody's looking at you and counting your teeth, which mm-hmm. in fact, they're not. And even if somebody ever sees a bad picture and says, like, that's not a good picture. Number one, that person can go fuck themselves. And number two, they might be right. And number three, that doesn't mean that you yourself are a bad or ugly person. Right? Okay. I fucking fixed your shit. How fucking dare you say you went to your real therapist before this? I just I unpacked that. I just didn't tell you she canceled. And then I slept until 11. Moving on to the next <laughs> segment. <laughs> Is our next segment where you talk about your horrible lies that you tell? I didn't lie. I just omitted. Lying by omission. There's a whole code for that. Oh, my God. What are you, a fucking Here's lawyer? the other thing. Like, I... No, but number two, like I give a fuck what time you come here or if you slept till 11, why would I ever you care? You have other friends here anyway. I know, but why would you not tell me that? Why do I need to tell you? You know what else? I had a cup of coffee this morning. No breakfast. I didn't eat till I got here. I'm wearing a dress that sometimes I wear as pajamas. What else do you want to know? <laughs> I guess that's everything. <laughs> um, do you feel like this is the first time that I really fixed your problem? Kind of. Yeah. I'm not sure that you fixed it because I feel like this is years of damage. Yeah. But it was a good try. But hopefully next time you take a picture. And I hope everyone takes pictures of themselves. And Well, sure. I mean, they all do, number one. And number two, that if you... Sometimes mommies don't. 
They only take pictures of their babies. That's a true. That's true. But I think it's twofold. Number one, if you're looking at pictures of other people and you're thinking, oh, they're so pretty. Their life is so great. And that's not true. That's not true. And number two, if you're looking at pictures of yourself and you're like, everybody's going to think I have 400 teeth. Uh, that's not true either. We're I don't all sound like that. <laughs> I don't sound like that. It was a little whiny. Everybody's <laughs> going to think I have a horse mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> Because you know how it is when people think you have 475 teeth and then they don't like you anymore. So seeing as I just fixed Dana's problem, we have um, recently called on people to share their problems Uh with us because we want to hear what's going on in your lives. And we want to try to offer you free therapy because uh, not everybody goes to 12 therapists like Dana. So, (laughs) So this is... This is a good one because it's from a boy. Oh, good. Yeah, I can't say anything else about it because we like to keep everybody anonymous. But Absolutely. This is, a, this is a problem that I got today. Also, everybody listen because if we can't help, maybe somebody else yeah, out there can. Exactly. Although I have a lot of experience with this particular situation. Oh, boy. So he says, uh, my ex and I still basically do everything together. And she moved into my apartment complex and we have three classes together and we lay in bed and we watch TV and now take a yoga class together. And I guess I've either turned codependent or I'm actually in love with her. I can't tell. Help. Thanks. Oh, geez. That's more time than I spend with my actual <sighs> husband. <It's> true. <laughs> Uh, okay, so as usual, and it's hard. This is where it's hard to therapize people over messages, over email. Because you want to know so I much I have a couple questions because it seems like they're not sleeping together anymore, right? Yeah, I think that's what his point that. is because he said it's, well, he starts by saying, I have a problem. My penis fell off. Just kidding. And then he goes on to say, so clearly there's not so an intimate. Right. Aspect. So it sounds like they were dating. They broke up and now they're doing everything together. So he's gone from the boyfriend zone into the friend zone, which is so hard. I feel like this. I'm going to say something. I've done this to people, I think, mm-hmm. where didn't I feel like we had a similar problem like this before. Maybe wasn't there a guy who. Yeah, he just kept she wouldn't yeah, say that yeah. she wanted to be with. Yeah, him, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. But this but one, this, they're yeah. not questioning each other. They're just like living in the moment for what it is. But it's not romantic. No. And I th- and it's obvious that he wants it to be. Is it? Well, he says, I'm actually in love. Oh, he says, I either I? turned codependent or I'm actually in love with her, which I, men I th- don't say that if they're not in love with her. I know. But if I he think, didn't feel like he was in love with her, this wouldn't be his problem. But if there's no romance. Well, there is for him. He's not trying to push it that way. He's probably not trying. Yeah, it sounds like he is if he's spending all his time with her. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm leaning more towards a little bit codependency. You think so? Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? I think that if it was, if there was a romantic element in any way, if he was like, I mean, we fool around, but you know. But maybe <laughs> he wants mean? to, but she won't. Well, then she's not in love with him. Well, that's what I think the then problem she's is. codependent on him. But sometimes don't you think it's like they like being together? Right. Mm -hmm. But that's a best friend. Yeah, but maybe for her, she thinks it's a best friend. And for him, he wants to have sex with her. See, that's where I have questions. I'm like, do you want to have sex with her? Mm-hmm. And if you've tried to have sex with her, because can you imagine going from, I, I maybe I haven't been in this exact situation because I never stop having sex with the person. Mm-hmm. Like if we're having sex once, what I do do is I forget, like I break up, but then I still have sex with them. But mm-hmm. then I also have sex with other people. So I guess that's my problem. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
so much information. And then I'm like, we're not dating anymore, so what's your problem? You're, you know, like then when they get upset about that, I'm like, I thought real, we broke up. No, you're no. a real blooming onion, and we can't peel that today, so. <laughs> okay, so my problem isn't totally the same, but based on his message, it's seeming like they're not having sex anymore. Right. Do you think it would behoove him to cut down on the amount that he's spending time oh, with her? absolutely. So that they can both see... If they need each other in their lives and there is some sort of romantic well, I quality. I think he needs to have sex with someone else soon. What? That's what I really think that's true. Because probably they were having sex. You don't use your genitals to go around testing your feelings you know, for it, people. I don't think it's a test. I just think sometimes you just got to have sex with people. What? <laughs> Wait, just what? random people? Well, they don't have to be random, but sometimes, like, the answer... Have you ever seen, like, an angry person? You! <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be right. Maybe I need to have sex today. Maybe oh. that's the thing. It's like, maybe I'm a little wound up. I probably need to have sex. I, I believe that that's true. Yes. I don't understand how this is the answer. To, do you think that, like... I don't know. Like, do you think um, people that come back from war with PTSD just need to have a little sex and they'll be okay? I think it would help. Oh, boy. I do think it would help. I'm not saying it would totally, like, fix all of their problems. Mm -hmm. But I think sex and intimacy are very important. Can I be honest? (laughs) Sure. I'm looking at you right now through the eyes of that HBO series, um, Real Sex. Okay. And you are one of those hippies that runs a camp... No. In Big Sur. No. And people go get naked and fuck each other. No, I would never do that. Number one, I don't camp. Because. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that funny? Because I don't camp either. No, I would never camp. No. So that's the first thing. Second, I feel like all those people stink. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to have sex with somebody on a fucking campsite. Are you crazy? Yeah. I. I wouldn't even, I mean, there's a... You're the leader of the camp. You're not having sex with them. What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> Your scenario is unclear. So you think I'm leading a camp at Big Sur? Yeah, you're in a real sex episode. Absolutely not. If I am in a real sex episode, it's for something better than that. Like? Well, maybe I'm running like a wayward house for girls. What? How is that a real sex episode? <laughs> because they're prostitutes. Do you not know what real sex is? Maybe not. I don't think you do. Like one episode was this woman that has a store in San Francisco where women go gather, buy dildos and masturbate in a room together with a slide curtain. Okay, Dana, I really think you're taking things a little far. No, what? I don't think I need to be on real sex. Yes, I, don't I think, think you this need, person needs... It's not needs... a necessary to be, need to be on it. It's a documentary. Okay, well, all I'm saying is in this scenario, this guy has gotten the pushover from his ex-girlfriend right she's having the time of her life she has companionship she's going to yoga and she's probably on fucking tinder i'm not into it i say what he needs to do he needs to get the fuck out of there he needs to put a little bit of divide in a kind and loving way you don't have to be a dick keep doing the stuff that you're doing for the most part but in the meantime you need to go out you need to explore one of your sexual fantasies you need to get your dick sucked eventually i mean that's what i'm I'm just all i'm saying is Maybe by two people. Maybe today's the day that you have a threesome. You have balls in one mouth and your dick in another one. Oh, You're going to come my back. <laughs> God. I'm just saying, you come back. You're not going to be worried so much about when the next yoga class is. Because she's like, hey, do you want to cuddle and watch yoga? And you're like, I don't really give a fuck. Guess how many people's mouth were on my cock yesterday? You know what I mean? Like it gives you a little bit. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like <laughs> 
I'm just thinking about Neva's corner coming up. <laughs> you're so dirty. I'm just saying. I'm not don't saying you? I don't like it. I'm just saying you're dirty. He needs to go have an experience so he can remember that this isn't the only girl in the world. I agree with like 89% of what you said. <laughs> what are the problems you're having with my scenario? No, we can't get into that. What I, do you mean? I mean, I just don't know that the answer to everyone's problems is to have seven mouths on their cock. I think there's a lot of problems in the world that, that can, can be, be solved, solved by a double-sided BJ. Or just a, just one blowjob. Just one, a single blowjob. Okay. It doesn't even have to be more than one. He's pretty deep in. I don't, I don't have a penis. What am I going to do? Am I just screwed? It's different for women. No. It is different for women. I'm sorry to say that. Mm. Because we get so emotionally attached, and I don't mean to be like super sexist. I, believe me, for many years, I lived in the world where I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll fuck whoever the fuck I want. And then cut to me in my apartment, like crying my eyes out because I'm confused that that person's not my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I wish that I could be that person. I'm personally not. And unfortunately, I know a lot of women, many promiscuous, men, many not, that aren't capable of that kind of sex. Hmm. Disagree or disagree? Mm, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't mean for that to be like a sexist thing. It's just in my experience, I don't find that sex works. It definitely works for women, but we have to have it in like a different relationship. I think it's just very person specific. This guy can go get his fucking dick sucked by two, two broads, drunk broads probably. Oh boy. <laughs> Your level of inappropriateness is always off the charts. Why is it inappropriate? I just don't know that that's something where she Wouldn't you say that 90% of threesomes happen when people are drinking? How mm, many sober threesomes know. have you like heard about? Well, on real sex, they're always sober. They're always sober? Oh, yeah. Sober threesomes. Yeah, they're just like kinky. Or like polyamorous people. Yeah, that's different. What, what's the but difference ultimately, between... Ultimately... Yeah. We are in agreement. I think he needs to get some space. Yes. I don't know if he needs to go out and be a porn star for a couple of days. I think he needs a night out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But you're right. He needs to get some space and she needs to clear her head. He needs to clear his. And they need to figure out what the hell's going on. I think ultimately it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. She needs to know. Wouldn't it be nice if we could? Yeah. Man, I've often talked about if I could live in a house with my best friend and then my husband was next door for <sighs> pleasure. It'd be like a perfect <laughs> life. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, and we don't get to like live with her. I mean, maybe we do. Maybe that's where we're falling short is we get to have our cake and eat it too somehow. Yeah. But I think that this girl needs to learn. You either, he needs to set the Send Let's the call message. him Brett. You always need names. I do need for names. People. Let's call him Brett. Brett and so Angela. So I think that Brett and Angela. I think he needs to send the message. You can either have me as a boyfriend or not at all. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like he's too emotionally involved. Okay. For him to be able to separate. Mm -hmm. Theory. Do you do you agree? Yeah. Like I said, I agree with like eighty nine percent of what you said. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear about the eleven percent. Like, what's one thing you don't agree with? Mm, that he needs to go get a double-sided blowjob. But you agree he needs to get a blowjob? Maybe that would yeah, help. Yeah, okay. That's all I wanted to clarify. I don't know that that's the only answer. I don't think it's the only answer either. I think it would help a lot. A See, lot. I would probably be inclined to be like, you need to go get some good barbecue. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's just how I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just do something for you really quick. Okay. Neva's mm. Corner. Mm-hmm. 
For those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I apologize to Dana's grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Dana's grandma is on Facebook. Her name is Neva, and mm-hmm. Dana is very sensitive about the things that she hears. Dana feels very adamant that Neva is going to listen to this podcast. It's We're a not- possibility. And also, we should just apologize. Everyone should be Neva, because I feel like both of us kind of have I feel like mouths. it's specific to Neva, and um, my friends definitely don't care if I swear, nor I think maybe my parents do, but they've just given up on me. <laughs> so, Neva, I want to apologize i'm almost positive i know what dana is referring to in today's episode i said cock a lot um (laughs) i suggested that four lips be on one johnson that was a thing she didn't like so Uh i'm sorry Uh if i'm the person that introduced you to the idea that more than two people can have sex at the same time then i'm sorry i want you to erase those images from your head Go back to just that old missionary style that you're familiar with. And I want you to know that um, most of the time, two people, a man and a woman. No, stop it. This oh, is, no, we're no, not getting it. Not. This isn't a lesson. Oh, okay. It's just an apology. Well, I just wanted to and remind like, her. No, okay. We are done. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I watched Real Sex. Neva's <laughs> Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I have another problem for okay, you. Okay. We're just going to do one more. This okay. is from a girl this time. Okay. This is a good one. I, I think they're all good ones. I know anyway, you do. You get excited. I love hearing people's problems. That's funny. Okay. I want to go to Hawaii, but that's frivolous. Also have no one to go with. And if I travel solely, solo, I'll probably just be depressed about being alone the whole time. Hmm. How do you travel solo without feeling like a huge loser with no friends and no boyfriends? Is this a dumb question? It's not a dumb First question. First of all, no, of course it's not a dumb question. No. And I think it's really hard I remember vividly moments in my life where I did something by myself and was elated. I know. I was just going to say that. Now, I've never traveled long distances alone, but Mm. I have a lot of friends who have, and they have amazing time. Yeah. And I frequently will go to the movies alone. Uh, I go out to eat alone. Mm -hmm. It's just me time. I mean, sometimes when I'm writing, I go to Marie Callender's Mm -hmm. alone, Mm -hmm. and I just love it. Yeah. It's good to have that quality time to just like think and relax and whatever but i have a friend that travels abroad alone and he takes selfies and he creates stories around the selfies and they're amazing Mm -hmm. um i think you learn a lot about yourself i think it's though like a little bit of a mind fuck because i've been on vacations with people and have felt totally alone Uh like i can think back like i always think about this one trip to vegas being alone in a hotel room i was there with other people but i was so depressed that like my memory is being totally alone alone. and so i think it's the same thing if you're going to do something alone it's almost like remember we were talking about eating acid you know like you have to be in the right (laughs) mindset because if you set out and you're like this is so depressing i can't believe i'm doing this by myself god this is so sad you're going to have a terrible time. Mm-hmm. And it's and that's why I say it's a mind fuck. It's just like that same thing where they're like, you know, women that are trying to get pregnant, like once you don't try anymore, it'll just happen. Oh, mm-hmm. people that are looking for love. Oh, once you're out there with your girlfriends, it'll just happen. You hear that advice and you know that it's probably true, but it's impossible to, to think yourself into it. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I think as actors, we say that all the time is just keep doing what you're doing and something's going to land. And you're like, Ugh, go fuck yourself. You know, like I think she should change her point of view on it. <clears throat> like I would invite her to redefine what that is for her because um, when you, if you're going on this trip, like the way I think about it when I do things alone is I'm like, 
oh, I get to do exactly what I want to do. Right. I don't have to compromise. I like going to museums and actually I was just reading, say that. actually reading the things yeah, on the wall and doing like the walking tour at my pace. Totally. You know what I mean? It's an it's actually like such self. It's such a good giving thing to do for yourself because you're not like. Well, my father-in-law has a schedule and we can only spend 20 minutes here. I know. But it's, I think it's different life. too. Like once, I mean, I I feel like there was a point in my, I was single for a really long time and parts of it I hated and parts of it I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. And then, and you can never like teach that. I mean, I mean, this is going to come off as sounding like douchey, but like I'm going to be living with this person, you know, if I'm married to them for the rest of my life for like a long time. Mm-hmm. So like the days where you can be alone in your apartment and Are like over. they're over. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's always like the grass is always greener. I love my husband. It's great. And I'm not, but I, I'm so glad that the time I was alone, I valued. And it's hard to get to that place of being single and being so grateful, like being like, this is amazing. Like I am in my underwear eating ice cream. Nobody knows where I am. It's totally cool. Nobody's going to walk mm-hmm. in on me. You know, it's It's only awesome. when you're in the opposite end of the field right, that, that you, you realize. realize. Mm-hmm. I know. She, I, I invite her to enjoy it. Totally. And to go into it with that mindset of like, this is for me and it's totally fun. That doesn't make you a loser not by at all. any means and also i i struggle with this you and i have talked about it i don't think it's frivolous either that's an yeah. experience you well, know? i also think it depends on your financial situation perhaps yeah if you can't pay your rent you're not going to hawaii or feed your baby yeah, exactly. or whatever your situation <laughs> you know, like is if you're between jobs and you have no money you're not you're going, not to, going to hawaii, hawaii. Yeah. but if you're good to go and your bills are paid and you have some extra money and you want to spend like live it up mm-hmm. the other thing is it's not just you know, I know her thing is that she wants to go to Hawaii, but like go to Malibu. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, oh, it seems frivolous and that's like too expensive. Yeah, you can take yourself on a day trip anywhere. Totally. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can have a staycation. You can, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I miss so much, I mean, it's so funny because this girl's talking about a problem and we're both like, oh my God, I wish I could go to Hawaii. I know, I know. It's just perspective. (laughs) It is. It's so shitty because Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't tell somebody that. It's Mm -mm. like that you know it's like rich people are always like money doesn't buy happiness and you're like what the fuck do yeah, you know you're does. super fucking rich right fuck you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and then it's always like people in relationships are like just enjoy that time being single and it's like go fuck yourself what do you care you're with somebody, you're with somebody. we don't care yeah it's just it so i know the douchiness that is coming out of my lips right now but mm-hmm. i know i mean all i can say is like Girl, go to fucking Hawaii. Just do it for yourself Live and enjoy it. it. Yeah. The only problem I have is like my brain goes to, except though, be careful because mm. you could get kidnapped. This is not a scenario where a blowjob is going to be a good idea. No. Huh? This isn't a threesome scenario. No. You I, know? Don't, I just, I would love to travel like to Europe, but I don't want to do it alone because in my mind, I'm going to get kidnapped and end up for sale on a boat in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> this is so dramatic in and dumb. In a diamond string Although you know that outfit. I once, I was in, now I was drinking a lot and doing a lot of drugs at the time. So that makes it harder. But I was in New York. I was in Manhattan. I was at a bar. My friend was bartending um then what happened i don't know why i just have this really good way of like finding a coke dealer in a public place wow so i found this person he had was a coke dealer so we started doing a lot of drugs and then we got in a cab with his friends didn't ask a lot of questions went back to their apartment i don't know had sex with him um oh god woke up in the morning and was like how do i get back to brooklyn because that's where i was staying and he was like well it's gonna be kind of hard because you're in new jersey 
I was like, come <gasps> on. This is a Dateline Discovery story. I know. I mean, it's like, how a, are you alive right now? I don't now? know. Isn't that sad? I mean, it really is now. Of course, I'm like old and married. So I'm like, I could have died that night. But at the time, I was like really annoyed that I was in New Jersey. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't care. I wasn't like, oh, I almost died. I was like, how am I going to get to motherfucking Brooklyn? I remember I asked for money. He wouldn't give me any. So it was my first failed prostitute attempt. I was like, can I have some money? And he's like, no, bitch, get out of here. Oh and then I forgot God. like my necklace there. I could never find it again. I really liked it. And I have no clue how I got back to Brooklyn, but I did. And I don't, this was before GPS and cell phones. Like, I didn't have any of that stuff. I had like the address written down on a piece of paper in my pocket. Oh my God. You're like a real live <laughs> version of that movie, Kids. <laughs> Except, do you have AIDS? First of all, I don't. And second of all, if I did, it would be okay. I just want you to know that. You don't have to be super judgy about having AIDS. I know, I'm just so she was so mad one day because I said I wasn't retarded. And now she's oh like, oh, God. do you have AIDS? This entire segment's getting cut for real. <laughs> Stop threatening me with your edit. I, I, I think that oh my she God, should I know go what should happen. The girl should go with the guy. The guy that's stalking <gasps> his new, girlfriend. Yes. Should meet the girl that wants Brett? Brett and Angela. Angela needs Nancy, to go. What's get this out of the girl's way. name? Girl? Chrissy. Let's Chrissy? call her Chrissy. Okay. Chrissy and Brett need to get together and go to Hawaii. Oh this is fucking brilliant. Allison. What? We just wrote a romance. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. I think, do you think we're allowed on this show to connect people? Absolutely no, not. No, definitely not. That's what, what is wrong with say. you? I'm Move sorry. on to the next okay, segment. Sorry. So, <laughs> I keep pulling you out of segments today. <laughs> so aggressive. It's so gross. So uh, that was absolute worst therapy. This is something that we like to call uh, absolute yours. Please we, don't say we like to call yeah, it. Yeah, Dana doesn't like it. But this is, you know, in, in line with us fixing each other's problems sometimes it's good just to like identify with one another mm-hmm. and to know as that a we're, community not just me and allison yeah, <laughs> to know that we're all struggling so we've asked people to send us their absolute worst stories yeah so we can know fuck oh so that we can know that we're not alone now dana mm-hmm. i have to read this one for you i'm so excited because in the same way the whole idea here is for us to not feel alone, right? Right. And to know that, like, we probably do things, I know I do, that seem, like, glaringly dumb yeah. and horribly embarrassing. We always do. And sometimes you just need to know you're not the only one. We all do weird stuff. And he- this is this podcast is to get us all together and know kind of that we're all not doing well. We're all it's okay. It's the absolute no, worst all okay. podcast. <laughs> we're all okay. But there's strength in numbers. <laughs> so, uh... Hold on, I have to read this one to you. You're going to die. Okay, here we go. I'm sure I have plenty of my own stories. However, none come to mind right now. But for some reason, I have endless stories of excruciating embarrassment and awfulness experienced by my mother. For instance, her first day of work as the new director at her office, my mom accidentally tucked the back of her skirt (gasps) into the top of her pantyhose after going to the bathroom. And she doesn't wear underwear under her pantyhose. So she was walking around the office with her entire butt exposed and didn't realize it. After a while, the secretary of the office built up the nerve to tell her about it. Needless to say, she died of embarrassment but lived to tell her story. Oh my God, that's me. Except (laughs) I wear underwear all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So Dina recently, if you've listened to our previous podcasts, told us a similar story. Very similar. And so I want you to know, Dana. I'm not alone. That you're not alone (laughs) that's amazing i thought you would like that one hold on i'm gonna do one more okay 
worst thing to happen to me, which ultimately is my favorite story to tell. I was dealing with my breakup after nine years. Oh, no. How do you break up after nine years? That's tough. It's, How it's, do you date for nine years and not be married? You're no. probably young. Or you feel like they keep telling you, we're not ready. I don't. I want to wait till I get money for a ring. It's like rough. There's a lot of things. Our song came on the radio. Instead of changing the channel, I listened to the whole thing. And mm. I bawled my eyes out. And I was snotty and gross. And I remember the song ended while I was at a red light. And I happened to look over to the other car in the lane next to mine. A guy in a red truck saw me gave me the finger, then drove off. Then another song associated with my ex started to play. That's terrible. Oh my This is God. a guy, by the way. So it's like a dude. That was crying, and another <laughs> dude flipped him off. That's so mean. But you know what? Is that the male version of me and you? Because I'm like, feelings are valid, and you're like, they're not real. I wouldn't, first of all. I don't even ever use my car horn and i think unless somebody's about to hit me which sad to say happens more than i'd care to admit i don't use my car horn i think it's really douchey and i definitely don't flick people off that's fucked up do you flick people off while you're driving i don't i just i'm not gonna stoop to that robbie's done that before and i'm like people spit on my car what oh yeah you have the worst bodily function experiences i had a guy spit on my car not that long ago and i lost my freaking mind what I was screaming at him so hard. I was like, that's assault. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's very aggressive. I I cannot imagine. It was the worst. Yeah. I think. But I would never see someone in a car next to me. And then flip. It's like, what if if he's dying? What's wrong with you? I had a guy in my car one time. He got mad at me because he thought I was trying to pass him. But I was really just dodging a pothole. Uh Uh-huh. And I pulled up beside him to turn right next to him. And he rolled down the window and he goes, maybe a little less coffee. And I was like, what? And I had just learned that my little sugar glider and my little flying squirrel was diagnosed with cancer. And I was like, what? Dana. (laughs) Just listen. And I go. Why do you tell me to listen all the time? I am (laughs) fucking listening. But you just talked about a flying squirrel. How did you not know that I had a flying squirrel for 14 years, dude? Anyway, oh so I pull up next to these like little less coffee, which I didn't get. That's a terrible insult, by the way. And I was like, what? And he was like trying to swerve around me. And I just literally burst into tears. And I go, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to swerve around you. My flying squirrel just got diagnosed <laughs> with cancer. And I don't know what to do because she's going to have heart failure. And I've had her for 14 years. And I'm just bawling. He has two children in the back of his car. And their eyes are the size of half dollars. Was this They're the like, longest just, red light? It wasn't a red light. It was a stop you sign. You were just together now. Yeah. Okay. With the windows down. And these kids are like, why did our dad just make this woman cry? And he got so freaked out. And he was like, oh, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm really, really sorry. I thought you were trying to get her. It, it doesn't matter. I'm, we are animal lovers. <laughs> and then we both went our separate way. I was like, thank, thank, thank you. And we went our separate ways. I have so, so many don't, questions. Don't flip off somebody Hold next to you second. when they're crying oh. because their their sugar glider might be dying of cancer or heart failure. <laughs> Did you buy the squirrel? Yes. You bought a flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. This is when you were in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did it fly? Yeah, they glide. 
And they have so, little skin flaps that are like wings. So it would fly around and then come back? Mm-hmm. She also had her own little home. She lived in a giant bird cage because she was only this big. She was little. So you had her in a cage. Mm-hmm. You'd let her out. Yeah. She would fly around. She went everywhere with me. I had a little <sighs> pouch that I would put in my shirt. She was nocturnal, so she'd sleep all day and go to school with me in my shirt. <laughs> she was with me when I got How? married. She went to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> she was my child. Is it before called I had just a, child. a flying squirrel? Sugar glider. A sugar glider. They're Australian marsupials. They're nocturnal. She was precious. How many people do you think in your small town that you grew up in took animals with them to school? In my circle, I was the only one. <laughs> How did you know it got cancer? Because I took her to the doctor. So she would go to the vet a lot. Yeah. She actually ended up passing of, um, well, I had to put her to sleep, which was like the hardest thing I ever did. Because I said if she ever got to the point where she was scared and I couldn't make it better... That I would, you know, not let her suffer. And so, but she actually ended up having congestive heart failure, which flooded her lungs. But I got like, they, she was old, you know, she was 14. That's a long time. So they were doing like special things for her and with her to help her because it was good study for them. Have you ever met somebody else that had a sugar glider as a pet? Sure. In Missouri. Yeah. But no other parts of the world. Well, technically, they're illegal in California. Oh. But like they, ferrets. But they're not. Are ferrets illegal? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, they don't want them released into the um, habitat. They're not natural to here. So it could mess up the environment. But they're allowed in Missouri. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's more sad. This man driving in his car hysterically <laughs> bawling. <laughs> Or the story of your cancer-stricken sugar glider. Congestive heart failure. (laughs) (laughs) You just stole that man's absolute yours. I mean, or not. Or maybe you guys both. His children must have thought he was a monster. Like, he he definitely had to talk to his kids when he pulled away from me. Like, daddy should have. So maybe this guy should have done the same thing. He should have just run roll down flipped the window me off and drove no the guy that was crying should roll down the window to the guy that flipped fl- him off yeah. yeah i think we've accomplished what we needed to accomplish here which is that you guys have been connected the guy that was crying in his car that got flicked off why are you trying to hook all of us up i'm married <laughs> and have a child because i no because the so point I'm is the guy that was crying and you're the guy that flipped him off no that's what you just keep yeah, saying it's true i'm just saying that a lot of us cry in our cars especially in los angeles oh, man, it happens mm-hmm. we eat in our cars a I lot have panic attacks in my car sure we cry real. in our cars yeah. yeah yeah i mean i have to pull over sometimes me too and call yeah. dan tipton and he goes just breathe just breathe yeah i mean no but it's true <laughs> it's true it's completely true I so i think he's married to me i think the message here is like number one never flick off anyone ever Don't. that's crazy it's just not appropriate it doesn't accomplish anything and number two just be nice to each other. Thank you. If you see somebody crying in their car, roll down their window something's and ask wrong. if they're fucking okay. Yeah, something's wrong. Maybe their fucking marsupial is dying of congestive heart failure. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. Maybe they have an illegal alien here that they keep in a cage. I meant illegal animal. Oh my god. <laughs> Next section. <laughs> I feel like we've covered a lot of ground today. I do too, yeah. Yeah. So we've learned that we need to work on Dana's narcissistic self 
Wait, what is it called? Yeah, narcissistic self-loathing. Because my girlfriend said it's not cute or funny. It's not cute or funny. I mean, maybe the girl from Hawaii has the same thing. I mean, maybe we all have these, you know, some some versions of these issues. Because I feel like a lot of the things people have been talking today are heartbreak, Mm -hmm. sadness, Mm -hmm. and loneliness. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be single to be lonely. Absolutely not. Just going to fucking put that one out there. Yeah. You know? But nobody's going to believe that. It's, well, it's just hard to implement that idea into your life. I know it's hard. <sighs> <sighs> this has been the absolute worst podcast. Mm-hmm. It's getting sad now. Isn't I know it? we yeah. have to say something funny, dude. Um, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, funny, Twitter. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. They're so great. We want to share the. We want to thank the people that shared their absolute yours. Those mm-hmm. were good ones. One mm-hmm. of them helped Dana feel better about the fact that she constantly tucks her dress into her underwear. Yes. I love that we're creating this community of people that like we all do stuff. We all man. do stupid fucking shit. And like, don't comment on our shit and be hateful either. Or no, we'll unfollow you and we'll delete it. I probably won't unfollow you, nor will I delete it. But I want to have a couple things to say about you oh boy because i think that that's gonna be a test for us we don't it you, is. I you're don't welcome like it. put me I and stuff out there if that's how you want to live your life if you want to be the middle finger at the guy crying you have a good time i, but I don't have a like couple it. things i don't to want say. any of that near me let's i love all be it kind no, let's be let's try to be kind and if yeah. you're a douchebag i mean sometimes we're not kind to each other like I on think the we're surface, unkind in a loving way. In a loving way, on the <laughs> surface, but underneath all those layers of unkindness, yeah. we just adore each other. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's true, and that's how my marriage is. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the absolute worst podcast. Yay! I love you, Allison. Bye. Bye. Shut up and sit down.